The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii. Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour a blessing. Hi, I'm Trustee and Associate Pastor Adam Sprozina, and I would like to thank you for joining us today. We would like to welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on station, XTTV Channel 13 in San Diego. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KPSE Channel 13 in Palm Springs. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station, KBTV Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KBVU TV Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station, KVME Channel 20 in Los Angeles and San Bernardino. From 8 to 9 a.m. on station, KOTR TV Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KECY Channel 9 in El Centro, California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KLSR, Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station, KZJO, Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KUCW, Channel 30 of Ogden and Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada and Wyoming. From 11 to 12 midnight on station, KGBY TV Channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado, from, and from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable, Channel 503 in New York City. If you would like more information on our church and VR Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church located at 1043 Middle Street is the headquarters of the gospel of the kingdom of God for the whole world with the sign on the roof of the temple, Jesus coming soon, a landmark in Kali for over 90 years and our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and A. B. Lot Bamanox IV, 1923, and passed on to our late chief pastor, William M. Hahn, Sr., in 1959, who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints, wherever you are, and the shut-ins, that is, those of you in the hospitals and convalescent homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. The church choir under the direction of Amelia Hahn 
will sing the uplifting song entitled Wings of Prayer. They'll be ably accompanied by Edith Matsuki on the piano and Iris Locke on the organ. We praise and thank the Lord that we pray to a true and a living God. As we live our leave our burdens at the foot of prayer, He will surely answer in His own way and in His own time. For prayer is the strength of the gospel. It is prayer that moves the mighty hand of God, that moves the entire world. Please join in and sing with the choir as you see the words flashed on your television screen. The church band under the direction of head pastor Billy Hahn Jr. will play the song entitled, Speak to My Soul. 
Yes, dear television viewers, as we stand fast and keep in the center of his will, we will hear that still small voice speaking to our soul. We are never alone with our Lord and Savior, always by our side. As we press on and move onward and forward with the Lord, there is only victory ahead.
Christy Hahn will give the Lord all the praises and glory, singing the Spirit-inspiring song, One Day. During her background music will be Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr. on the piano, Associate Pastor Marvin Amigo on the bass, and yours truly on the guitar. One glad and victorious day our Lord and Savior will return for His very own. He will call all those who have been blood-washed, water-washed, spirit-filled, and walking in the light of God. Soon and very soon the trump of God will sound. The day in Christ shall rise first, and we which are alive and remain shall be caught up to meet Him in the air. What a glorious day that will be.
The church choir will now perform their final number for today entitled God's Choir. We praise and thank the Lord for our salvation full and free and providing for our every need. We praise and thank the Lord for always making a way of escape through our tests and trials and for the victory he gives us. We lift our voices up with great adoration and give God all the praises and glory for this beautiful day he has given us. Our Lord is an awesome God and is worthy to be praised.
I will be giving the Lord all the praises and glory on my guitar with the song, Shall We Gather at the River? There is unity and strength as we gather together in one heart, one mind, and one accord. When the Lord finds us in unity of His Holy Spirit, there is no limit to what He can do. For nothing is impossible with the Lord as we put our faith, hope, and trust in Him. The BDA degrees under the direction of Pohaku Quarter will now blend their voices to the song entitled, Until Then. Until the Lord calls us to our home in heaven, we must put our shoulders to the gospel wheel and put Jesus first in our lives. Although it's not an easy road and we are confronted, comforted rather, to know that Jesus walks beside us to brighten the way and lighten our heavy load. At this time, I would like to dedicate this beautiful song to the memory of a dear and faithful sister in Christ who was called home to be with Jesus. She is the late Mrs. Marie Nuuiva. She was a wonderful sister who stood firm and strong in the work of the Lord. She generously gave her time as a Sunday school teacher and prayer band warrior. 
She also created beautiful arrangements with flowers from her own God and that graced the house of the Lord in our telecast programs throughout the years. The words to this lovely song are most befitting for our dear sister New Eva. But until then, my heart will go on singing. Until then, with joy, I'll carry on. Until the day my eyes behold a city. Until the day God calls me home. May the Lord bless the loving memory of our dearly departed sister.
Hi, and praise the Lord, everyone. I'm Associate Pastor Jose Jan Duck, and I would like to repeat our television time, station, and locations in the Canal Yes for our viewing audience, especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California, that these telecasts cannot be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV, channel 13 in San Diego. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPIC, channel 13 in Palm Springs. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV, channel 8, and Comcast channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV, channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME, channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. From 8 to 9 a.m. on station KOTR-TV, channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KACY, channel 9 in Central California and New Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZGO, channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW, channel 30 of Ogden, Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada and Wyoming. From 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY TV, channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado. And from 7 to 8 a.m. on time, channel cable, channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like to know more about our gospel work and view our kingdom of God, crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. And now concerning the gospel service here at Homestead, Hawaii, service is held at Temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel service starts at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begins at 9 a.m. And prayer service is held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. At our Kamiki Branch Church located at 1361 Pollard Avenue, gospel service is held on Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule is observed by neighborhood branch churches as soon as also connected by Reginald V. Katsunaya Senior and Kamalukai, by Pastor Kenneth Alvin in the Haina Maui, by Pastor Walter Aitino in Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Larry Kiruanda Senior in Koloa, Kauai, by Henry Asai Bruga Piruan Piccolo, Philippines, by Bessie Ferrer in President Rose Kutabata Minau, Philippines. You're welcome to our 20 services regarding our church affiliations. There are no collections. Family desire to volunteer to contribute to support this telecast and the work. You may do so by setting your donations address designated concluded the catalyst. And I'd like to return our program back to Associate Pastor Trustee Edwin Ford Sr., who will bring forth his first directed and spirit-defined sermon. Edwin? Thank you, Jose. Welcome, ye dear television viewers and saints of God, as we present today's Kingdom of God Crusade telecast, featuring our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And we invite you all to join with us in the reading of today's sermon entitled The Foursquare Gospel of Jesus Christ. Whether it was during his three-year ministry before his crucifixion or during those 40 unforgettable days when he walked and talked with the disciples in his resurrected body, Jesus Christ preached the good news of the foursquare gospel that is applicable to every nation and people upon this earth as God's creation. Matthew 28, 18-19 declares, And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore, and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. In this scripture, Jesus Christ first established his deity by saying, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. With that statement, we find that everything and everyone is subject to the Lord Jesus Christ, God himself, even death itself. 
And secondly, the Lord Jesus Christ commissioned his apostles saying, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. He commissioned them to preach the gospel of the kingdom of God and to baptize all believers in his name, Jesus Christ. Therefore, we then come to the understanding that the name of the Father is Jesus, the name of the Son is Jesus, and the name of the Holy Ghost is Jesus. And the keynote here is to preach the gospel and to see souls saved in the name of Jesus Christ by reconciling men unto God. In essence, they were instructed to preach and baptize believers in His name, Jesus Christ. We then can conclude that the terms Father, Son, and Holy Ghost are merely titles and not names. Unto His apostles the Word of God became spirit and life, and they experienced the Lord Jesus Christ in His resurrected body right before their very eyes. They were able to behold the four-square gospel good news that Jesus saves, Jesus heals, Jesus baptized with the Holy Ghost and with fire, and Jesus is coming soon. They witnessed firsthand how the Lord Jesus Christ preached and accomplished his ministry with infallible proof, speaking of those things pertaining to the kingdom of God. And they witnessed the Lord Jesus Christ on both occasions when he visited them and spoke about the things to come. They were there when he met them on the shores of Galilee the night they caught nothing. And they were there when the Lord Jesus Christ spoke to Simon Peter about denying him three times. And they heard the Lord Jesus Christ say to Peter three times, Lovest thou me? They were there and watched Jesus Christ ascend into heaven and knew that this would begin a new chapter in their lives. They themselves now had to bear the responsibility of preaching the gospel good news to all people in every nation. Hebrews 1, 1 through 4 denotes God who at sundry times and in divers manners spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom he also made the worlds, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high, being made so much better than the angels, as he hath inherit by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. Jesus Christ was born of a virgin birth and came into this world bearing his Father's God-given name, Jesus, to save his people from their sins. Previous to this, God had only been addressed in titles that would render respect for mankind. Philippians 2, 5 through 11 adds this exhortation. Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ, who, being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, and took upon him the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name, which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven, and things in earth, and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. 
God sent his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, as the Savior for all mankind to rescue them from the curse of sin, death, hell, and the grave. And the gospel of the kingdom of God is so simple that even a small child can be saved by believing and accepting Jesus Christ as his or her personal Savior, Master, and Lord. Therefore, every man, woman, and child is given God's commandment to believe and to accept Jesus Christ by working out their own salvation with fear and trembling. The first step in the process of salvation is repentance, which is defined as godly sorrow for sin. We must all acknowledge that we have been born as a sinner, and we therefore must accept Jesus Christ as our personal Savior to redeem, to be redeemed from the consequence of sin. Repentance then changes our thinking, and we thereby turn our lives over to Jesus Christ. In John 3, 5, the Lord Jesus Christ gave this mandatory commandment to Nicodemus, and every man, woman, and child born upon this earth, it reads, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Jesus Christ preached the gospel as far north to the coast of Caesarea Philippi and Mount Hermon and as far south to Jerusalem, Bethany and the coast of the Dead Sea. He also sent his disciples two by two to preach the gospel of the kingdom of God and to heal all manner of sickness and disease and to cast out evil spirits. Nicodemus represents God's God-fearing men, women, and children who lacked the truth in their lives. Nicodemus had a zeal for God but lacked the full understanding of righteousness. He was knowledgeable of the scriptures and miracles, but deep within his heart, he yearned to know God's promise for the salvation of his soul. Jesus Christ provided Nicodemus the answer he was looking for and told him to be baptized in spite of his position within the synagogue. Today, Jesus Christ is our Savior, dear television viewers, and we too must obey his commandment to be baptized in his name. Peter preached in Acts 2.38 the God-given commandment that all people must follow. It reads, Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. The revelation of the name Jesus Christ is the key to salvation. While at the coast of Caesarea Philippi, Jesus Christ questioned Peter, and he declared in Matthew 16, 15 to 18, it reads, He saith unto them, But whom say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Jesus Christ is the rock upon which he would build his church, confirming the saving name of Jesus Christ in his plan of redemption. And in Acts 4.12, Peter confirms the authority and saving power vested in the name of Jesus Christ. It reads, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none of the name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Jesus Christ also commands every man, woman, and child in Mark 16.16, 16, saying, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. 
Water baptism by mankind is the act of a good conscience toward God. To be born again means to be baptized by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ and to be filled with God's Holy Spirit, which means we must speak in God's unknown tongue as the evidence to prove that we have received His Holy Spirit within. Baptism is the regeneration of mankind into a new creature in Christ Jesus. And being born again means we have been restored into a new life with Jesus Christ to now live a life above sin. Paul explains that baptism resembles the death, burial, and resurrection of the old man who is raised in righteousness as addressed in 1 Corinthians 15, 42-44. So also is the resurrection of the dead. It is sown in corruption. It is raised in incorruption. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. It is sown a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. There is a natural body and there is a spiritual body. The Lord God called Moses to lead the children of Israel out of Egypt. And he spoke to Moses through the burning bush that was a flame but was not consumed. Therefore, in Exodus 3, 3 to 5, it exclaims, And Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight, why the bush is not burnt. And when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called unto him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, Here am I. And he said, Draw not nigh hither. Put off thy shoes from thy feet, for the place whereon thou standest is holy ground. This similitude of God provides all mankind God's firsthand exposure to His Holy Spirit that was poured out on the 120 disciples in the upper chamber in Jerusalem on the day of Pentecost. The manifestation of the burning bush, the cloven tongues like as a fire that sat upon each of them did not consume them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Exodus 3, 13 and 14 further states, And Moses said unto God, Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel and shall say unto them, The God of your fathers has sent me unto you, and they shall say to me, What is his name? What shall I say unto them? And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am hath sent me unto you. The phrase I am indicates the self-existing, omnipresent, omnipotent, and omnificent God, but no name was given. And in Genesis 32, 29, it also states, And Jacob asked him and said, Tell me, I pray thee, thy name. And he said, Wherefore is it that thou dost ask after my name? And he blessed him there. Jacob wrestled with the man, prevailing over him, then received the blessing. And as a result, his name was changed to Israel. Before the man departed, Jacob asked for his name and was overwhelmed with the feeling within himself that he had seen the face of God and his life was preserved. In Joshua 5, 13 to 15, it also declares, And it came to pass when Joshua was by Jericho that he lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, there stood a man over against him with his sword drawn in his hand. And Joshua went unto him and said unto him, Art thou for us or for our adversaries? And he said, Nay, but as captain of the host of the Lord am I now come. 
And Joshua fell on his face to the earth and did worship and said unto him, What saith my Lord unto his servant? And the captain of the Lord's host said unto Joseph, Loose thy shoe from off thy foot, for the place whereon thou standest is holy. And Joshua did so. Joshua was about to lead the assault on Jericho after crossing the river Jordan. He looked up and saw a man dressed for battle. The, God, the Lord God, Jesus Christ, is our unseen captain who daily fights the battle for us and will never leave us nor forsake us. Yes, dear television viewers, with these examples, no name was given. However, within the prophecies of Isaiah, only the titles are given regarding the mes coming Messiah and Savior of all mankind. We also find this reference in Isaiah 9, 6, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. These titles depict the origin, authority, and power vested in the Lord Jesus Christ as God himself. However, no name was revealed until 740 years later when the Lord Jesus Christ was born in Bethlehem of Judea. In addition, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were thrown into the fiery furnace for not bowing down before the image of King Nebuchadnezzar. They did not fear the fiery furnace because they knew that the Lord Jesus Christ had created the fire and he would take care of them. And when King Nebuchadnezzar looked into the fiery furnace, he observed four figures instead of three. And they testified how the three of them were not burned from the flames and how the form of the fourth was like the Son of God. They saw the similitude, likeness, and manifestation, but no name was given. When John the Baptist first fixed his eyes upon Jesus Christ, he said, Behold, the Lamb of God which taketh away the sin of the world. And God's word in the New Testament states that God's name is Jesus. And in this dispensation of grace, the name of Jesus Christ is given for the salvation of souls everywhere if we will only accept him as our personal Savior, Master, and Lord. During his three-year ministry, Jesus Christ raised and anointed an additional 70 disciples to preach, teach, heal, and baptize souls. We find this in Luke 10, 1 and 2. After these things, the Lord appointed other 70 also and sent them two and two before his face into every city and place whither he himself would come. Therefore said he unto them, The harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he would send forth laborers into his harvest. The specific instructions given to the 70 were to be watchful and careful, and they were sent out as lambs having no guile to dwell amongst ferocious wolves. Jesus Christ advised that they had no need of the material things, meaning that God would provide for them by touching the hearts of those to whom they would preach. They were instructed to respect every household, even those who rejected them in the course of their preaching. And whether they were received or rejected, they were taught to say, the kingdom of God is come nigh to you. Healing was part of the ministry and the devils were made subject to them through the name of Jesus. However, healing was not the center of the preaching, but was designed to act as a confirmation of God's word. The purpose of their preaching was to see souls saved. And when they returned to Jesus Christ, the disciples rejoiced and marveled about how the devils were subject to them. However, Jesus Christ corrected them in Luke 
10, 19 and 20 reads, Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Notwithstanding in this rejoice not that the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Their names are written in the Lamb's book of life in heaven. And in Romans 10, 13 through 15, we find this exhortation. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. In God's word, the Bible, it declares, straight is the gate and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. However, many today will not believe the gospel of the kingdom of God being preached to them and will not accept Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, Master, and Lord. Even during the time of Isaiah, the children of Israel chose to remain in Babylon instead of returning to their homeland. And even today, with the wonderful preaching of the gospel to all nations and people, many still elect to remain in the bondage of sin. However, we will continue to preach the gospel of the kingdom of God to all nations in each and every one of our telecast presentations. And it is our prayer that one day the word of God will touch the hearts of all men, women, and children to come unto Jesus Christ in believing faith. Isaiah 52, 6, 6 through 8 denotes, Therefore my people shall know my name. Therefore they shall know in that day that I am he that doth speak. Behold, it is I. How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him that bringeth good tidings, that publisheth peace, that bringeth good tidings of good, that publisheth salvation, that saith unto Zion, Thy God reigneth. Thy watchmen shall lift up the voice, with the voice together shall they sing, for they shall see eye to eye, when the Lord shall bring again Zion. In this dispensation of grace, the Lord Jesus Christ continues to confirm his word with signs following as we preach and publish his gospel of peace and salvation to all nations. In John 8, 32, it exhorts, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Yes, dear television viewers, we extend this invitation to every one of you to accept Jesus Christ and the gospel of the kingdom of God today, to be prepared to meet him when he returns in clouds of glory, to call up his bride, the church, saying, come up hither, come up hither, come up hither. If you'd like to know more about God's Word in the church and review these telecast presentations in their entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Until our next telecast, this is your host, trustee and associate pastor Edwin Sprout Sr., expressing my sincerest appreciation each of you have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hall of His hands to conclude our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast. The church band will render the selection entitled, Break Thou the Bread of Life.
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.